Hey everyone, it's Beverly Hallberg. Welcome to a special pop-up episode of She Thinks, your favorite podcast from the Independent Women's Forum where we talk with women and sometimes men about the policy issues that impact you and the people you care about most. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm Tammy Bruce. I'm president of Independent Women's Voice, the sister organization of Independent Women's Forum. And I am joined today by a very special guest who many of you know as Buffy Summers from the 1990s Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, Christy Swanson. Christy is an actress and producer. She began her career appearing in numerous commercial campaigns and made her screen debut in an NBC sitcom and then later on in the big screen uh, in Pretty in Pink. She is a multi-award winner. She's a mom and a wife and an outspoken conservative in Hollywood. Christy, uh, so glad you can join us here for She Thinks. I really appreciate your time. I've been looking forward to this. Me too. Thank you for having me on. You know, the wonders of technology these days, um, you know, the word podcast was not even something, you know, we would have thought about in the 90s, right? I mean, it was, mm-hmm. we were, I don't know, it's like the 80s. It was about the Walkman, and then we were through with <laughs> iPods. Um, and uh, uh, it's, it's just been a, a, an incredible turn of events. So I'm thrilled as a community organizer and as someone who wants to make sure people get to know other individuals to be able to do something like this. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting for us is that we know Hollywood, it seems Hollywood has changed. Uh, we think about World War II and very patriotic members of the Hollywood community, um, uh, mm-hmm. people like you know, Clark Gable, John Wayne, um, Carol Lombard, uh, you know, incredible actors and actresses. We can't say that about today. So when we think about mm-hmm. you, we've gotten to know you on social media and you've been very outspoken. Tell us a little bit about your background and how it is that that you became a conservative, or at least certainly just not a liberal. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I, you know, I, I grew up in uh, Southern California in a town called Mission Viejo, and uh, I was born in 69, so I grew up in the 70s in, in California. My parents, uh, both conservatives, uh, and, uh, and some of my family members, liberal, you know, but I grew up in an environment in a time in the world where politics was not an issue, nobody, like, if you thought this way, that was fine. If you thought that way, that was fine. Everybody was very, very respectful about it. And, uh, and, and you know, I just, I was a kind of a, a free thinker and a very aware child. And, you know, I just noticed that stuff. And, uh, and when I got into the business around the age of nine, uh, you know, I'm now in this sort of like Hollywood environment and being raised a very conservative girl. And I, you know, I noticed things were a little bit more liberal in Hollywood than what I sort of grew up with, but it didn't matter. You know, I mean, it, you know, it was, uh, it was fun. I was acting, I was doing my thing. And, um, I remember when I was, I think it was 1981 when President Reagan got shot, I remember seeing that on TV and that really woke me up to pay more attention. And, uh, and then a few years later I did this show for, it's called called glory, um, 
with uh, Craig T. Nelson, and it was a big two-hour movie of the week about the assassination of JFK. So I started getting, uh, I guess, more educated about different things that were going in the going on in the world that uh, just grabbed my attention. I thought I should pay more attention. So uh, those things affected me, and when I got into, you know, like when I just started getting a little bit older, uh, you know, I was emancipated when I was 14. I graduated at 15. I moved out when I was 16. So I kind of grew up a little bit fast mm-hmm. and uh, sort of in an adult world. And, uh, and I just, even though I could vote at that time, I still was very exposed to politics, but more just curious about, you know, just very highly curious about it. And, uh, and when it came time for me, you know, to vote when I was 18, I just, I, I felt I was, uh, uh, I should, you know, register as a, a Republican or a conservative. But I also learned that when I voiced my opinion a little bit in Hollywood, I got a little bit of a sneer or uncomfortableness from people. Hmm. And I just kind of learned to keep quiet. I just didn't, you know, if I said I liked Bush or I liked Reagan, I, I got a look. You know what I mean? Like uh, that kind of a thing. So yeah. I just, I, I stayed quiet you know, for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting because I think that that's the, the usual state of affairs is that, and not just in Hollywood, but especially in that environment where, and for some reason, because you know, I, you know, also grew up in Southern California and it's kind of like a mining town for the entertainment industry. All other industries mm-hmm. are kind of hooked into it. Uh, and there is a kind of a, a sensibility, even though the state did bring the country Ronald Reagan, um, you know, mm-hmm. we recalled Governor Gray Davis um, over the driver's licenses for illegal aliens. Um, so there's still in the West, this is what's kind of surprising to me. You know, the West has always been very independent and, and wanting people to be able to live and let live. And yet mm-hmm. this kind of thing happened. Um, I, I think influences matter. Um, and you learn pretty quickly. Uh, and I think people wonder, especially as a kid in entertainment, did you have education on the set? It, who was the big influence for you? For me, it was some teachers. I, was it uh-huh. your parents or did you have a teacher, one teacher or a particular mentor that that you relied on or was that not around for you uh well you know i mean i i left i left a public school system after seventh grade and i was homeschooled by my parents they're both mm-hmm. educational you know they're both teachers so they taught me oh, okay home. did you know sort of the whole homeschool system before it was popular um you know because sure. today it's very popular uh i don't know what influenced me I, 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 I think mean, even I would, that is significant. I yeah. think that's significant, Christy, that you were not mm-hmm. put into that system. You know, Jimmy Carter created the Department of Education, and we had the disaster of the 70s. And it seems like that perhaps saved you from that milieu that where you were kind of, you know, a lot of people get indoctrinated. I think that that's a, you know, homeschooling um, is a significant um has a significant impact on people. That's that's a remarkable dynamic. Do you think when you said you keep you you learn to kind of not speak up? 
this goes to this idea that maybe Hollywood is not as not as liberal as we think. That in fact, a lot there's a lot of people who don't speak up. Do you think it's possible oh, yeah. that we're kind of being manipulated, and that the industry itself is not as liberal as we think, and that there are a lot more conservatives? Yes, I think I think it's probably fifty-fifty. Um, to be honest with you, I, I that's what I've learned. Uh, you know, the, just I, I think it was around two thousand nine. I met or two thousand eight. I met Andrew Breitbart. And we became pals, mm. and uh, and I got into this whole group, uh, the Friends of Aid uh, in in LA that that were all in the business, whether they were a craft service person, a lighting guy, uh, a, a casting director, or actors, or directors, or producers, or studio heads. Uh, they were conservative, but very quiet, and we'd all get together and have lunches, and that was a great support. And now that that Gary Sinise, Gary Sinise started that, didn't he? Uh, there was a group, there was a group of people that, that did start that and, and he was a part of that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I went to a couple of those. It's interesting. I mean, that's that, Mm -hmm. you're right. It was a spectrum. It was actors. It was crew people. It was, and it was very strange that in the, in the modern age, we had to, we had to hide, right? That, that you couldn't, it was literally dangerous. To be out. Do you think having a different point of view about politics uh, did that affect your career, or were you, or did did it matter to you? What was your sense about what it did you to a career? Well, I think any decision you make in life on a daily basis affects your life, but <laughs> I can't I can't prove that I lost a job because I am you know, I'm conservative or something. I can't really prove that. But uh, I know for myself, I have never not worked with someone or not taken a job because I knew that person was a, a liberal or, you know, they're Democrat and they, they don't support me. You know, I don't, I don't think that way. And I just think that it's really important. I know I'm outspoken now today, but I'm, you know, I'm a mom. I want to be a good influence on him. I want him to think for himself. I want him to treat others the same way. Like, why can't we all just respect each other's differences? Why does it have to get nasty? Why does anyone go on stage at an award ceremony and bash the president and bash conservative thinkers? I think that that's a really bad message to send to the world. And I don't do it to others. I don't know why they're doing it to us. And that that's what I, I just don't, I just want to stop that. You know, it just breaks my heart. Well, you know, because I, I agree completely. I, I love movies. We know that attendance mm-hmm. at film uh, is plummeting. We know that the ratings, you know, the, the, the award shows are really marketing for theater, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the Tonys, with the Emmys, with television, of course, mm-hmm. the Oscars. People uh, have really stopped watching. And I think, uh, if this kind of creativity is imperative for a good life. That that mm-hmm. that this kind of artistry and artists themselves, just being has an impact on the nature of America. Uh, without mm-hmm. all of this, as you've noted, this hostility and 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 anger. But mm-hmm. so in a way, everything is political. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I think in all work, there's politics, like the choices we make. Do you think mm-hmm. that there's 
uh, any right place for politics in our work of of how we would be bring it in. Maybe it's just the hostility that's the problem. But it, is there a yeah. right and wrong place for politics? Yes, I don't think that you know when I uh, I go shoot a movie and I'm on set, I don't think I should be outspoken with everyone on set about you know how much I don't like this guy or how much I like that guy. I think that we should all, you know, kind of go to work and and keep to ourselves as we want to talk with a buddy on set and have lunch about uh, maybe what's going on, you know, in current events in politics. I think that that's perfectly fine, but I've noticed I'll be in the hair and makeup trailer and someone comes in and goes, Oh my God, Trump is such a blah, 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 you know, and it's just this <laughs> negative energy. And, yeah. and, and I don't yeah. think they realize how many people they could be uh, who don't want to hear that. You know, maybe they don't want to hear that. You know, I'm at work. I'm learning my lines. I've got to go on set. I don't want to hear your anger about, you know, what you saw on the news this morning. I think that we should be respectful in the workplace. We do it at Thanksgiving dinner when we get together with our, you know, family and friends that, that we're all different thinkers, but we don't talk politics at the Thanksgiving table, right? Because it's right. it could get ugly. You never know. <laughs> so uh, right. I think that we should be respectful in the workplace. I think that on the red carpet at a movie premiere, unless the movie is about politics, then talk about it. But if you're just promoting, you know, uh, whatever, uh, you know, um, I'm to think of a movie off the top of my head, but if you're promoting a movie and doing the red carpet and doing interviews, leave politics out of it. Um, if I did, yeah, and it's, it's about how much I like Trump, it, I, I would get, my producers would be like, why are you talking about Trump when we're trying to promote a movie? You know what I mean? So right. I think there's a time and there's a place and, and think about that seriously. Yeah. It's, it's almost, it's also about respect for the audience. I mean, part of the artistry of being a performer is for the audience mm-hmm. to be able to, you're, you're blank enough of a slate to where audiences can project upon you any character in a, in a believable way that you could be a vampire, right? Or you could mm-hmm. be an astronaut, or you could be something mm-hmm. entirely different than your normal life. When you bring mm-hmm. in the details of our daily lives, which we're trying to escape, no matter what you think mm-hmm. of politicians, mm-hmm. it breaks, it shatters that wall that, that is is necessary for us to be able to suspend disbelief. Now, we at uh, Independent Women's Voice, we have a a, a project called Champion Women, uh, and it's Mm -hmm. at championwomen.com. It continues to grow, and it's really based on the theme that you've been discussing, which is that women coming together, treating each other with civility and respect, because that's, of course, as Mm -hmm. women... When we want respect, we deal with violence against women. Those things don't discriminate. It doesn't care, you know, who you voted for, what your party is. Uh, and there's a petition that our listeners can sign at championwomen.com. And, and the argument is, of course, it's time to stop, in particular, shaming and attacking women. We've seen women who've worked for the Trump administration being targets. We know in society mm-hmm. women in general are targets. You have been on the receiving end of death threats, mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. sexualized violence uh, comments. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. an extraordinary thing to watch. It's meant, of course, to, to silence you. How has mm-hmm. that impacted 
your life when you receive something like that in public and through social media? Well, you know, I mean, there's, there's going to be haters and ugly people out there. You know, I try to handle it the best I can in a classy way or be funny about it. Um, try to laugh it off. Uh, I, I don't think it's right, you know, to, um, to be talked to the way that I'm talked to many times. I, I don't really, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I just, I just know that, mm-hmm. um, we need to, you know, I do, I, I don't even think I would be as vocal as I am if they weren't bashing the guy I like so much. I probably wouldn't be as vocal as right. I am about, you know, right. like I stick up for him, you know, because I do think he's a great president. And But yet I don't get the same respect back. And um, that's one issue. But then there's, the other thing is like, I, I, I think that there's, like we were talking about before, it's about a time there's a time and a place and, you know, yeah, I'm an actor. I do movies and it's all, you know, uh, interesting kind of life that I have, but I'm a mom. I'm a person. I'm a concerned citizen. I care about our country. And I think it's okay for me to be myself and think freely the way that I want. And, and I should, you know, just be respected for that. And it should just go both ways. You know, and you know a lot of a I don't lot know of people. I don't know if anyone's it, listening. <laughs> well, but, well, I think not only are they in general. I see your influence on social media. You, you know, there's a power to simply not retreating because you know that's the goal. Of course, they they know they can't compete with you if they were to talk about the details of the issues. So they need people, and you in particular, as an example. Other other conservatives, people like Dean Cain, uh, Gary Sinise has been, uh, you know, very uh, obvious in his patriotism and uh, you know and non-liberalism, let's say, um, and mm-hmm. and that's what's frustrating is simply being present. You were doing um, a, a play with Dean called FBI mm-hmm. Leopards Undercover, right? And you actually yep. things were so aggressive. You guys actually mm-hmm. had to change venues in order to continue. Mm-hmm. What was that about? Well, what happened was it came out in the, uh, there's a press release that the FBI Lovebirds play, the play reading of uh, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page's uh, text messages and their testimonials. And right. Dean was playing Peter and Strzok and I was playing Lisa Page. And immediately a, t- a tweet came out when that press release came out because I saw the press release and then I saw some tweets underneath it. And there was this one that said, uh, had said, uh, lock, lock the doors and, uh, bur- burn down the theater or something like that. I don't have it in front of me, but it was, mm-hmm. you know, basically burned down the theater full of people watching it and the people in it. And I shared it with a friend of mine who used to be a cop and, uh, secret service. And I said, what do I do with this? Is a threat. What do I do? Oh, you have to report yeah. it. And this is serious. And, and uh, and I said, well, should I repost it so that my followers see it so they will report it too? We have to get it taken down. This is violent. And uh, he said, yeah, that's a good idea. Do that. Then the next thing I know, it's it's a story in the media. It was you know one mm-hmm. threat, but still you know I didn't expect for that to happen. And then now it's 
it's out there in the public and now the theater doesn't want us to do our play in their theater. At least that's the excuse that they used was because of the death threat. And, um, Mm. and as it turned out, we had to change venues, which ended up costing more money, but the show, you know, it was, it's that typical Hollywood, the show must go on. (laughs) So the the show went on and we did the play and, you know, we had to have security and all that stuff, but it, it worked out better because we were in a federal building where there was, you know, metal detectors. And so we actually had higher security Good. than we ever would have to begin with. Yeah. And, and Good. here I am, I'm and just you know, an they, actor playing, I, I'm playing mm-hmm. her as written by her, Lisa Page, mm-hmm, you know, it's mm-hmm. like she wrote all this dialogue, basically it's what she texted. It's, it's her congressional, you know, testimonies. So I'm just playing a role. It's not like I am, I don't know. There's, I don't know how to explain it. Other than it's just crazy. Well, but it, well it, go, it goes back to, and that got extremely good reviews. It, it went very, very well. And it's a great idea. And it, it's one of those things, again, where it's bringing to light the nature of what's really going on. Because each day there's so much news. People can feel overwhelmed. And once again, you as a performer are simply doing your job. You are not retreating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing something that's newsworthy, that is an event everyone's speaking about. Uh, and that is, it's so threatening, Christy, because it mm-hmm. makes a difference just standing as a role model to others that being yourself matters. And it mm-hmm. sounds like that's what you're also teaching your son that it's a matter mm-hmm. of, of, of role modeling, that you don't mm-hmm. have to, and it doesn't mean that you have to become an activist or obnoxious like no. the opposition or the people attacking you. No. It's the simplest yeah. thing in the world. It's just about being, being yourself, um, and especially yeah. as a woman, not retreating. Mm-hmm. You have been, uh, besides speaking about your politics, uh, of course we know for you as a, from Southern California, uh, from the West, uh, it, this is the border and immigration matters to all of us, of course, across the country, but it's particularly um, a part of what we experience in the Southwest. You, in mm-hmm. fact, uh, you went to the border at one point. Um, we know, that, of mm-hmm. course, the president's uh, feeling, all of our feelings, that this is a, a national emergency. It's certainly a national health emergency. Uh, we see mm-hmm. migrants' lives being destroyed because of this mm-hmm. environment and being used as props by the American left. Um, when you went down there, um, what, mm-hmm. what did you experience? Why did you do it? And what can you tell everyone about what you saw there at the border when you went? I, that, that was a bit, that was a lot to take in to go do that. Um, you know, it, there's so many layers to the border and how it works. I went because I wanted to educate myself. I went because Chief Rodney Scott mm-hmm. wanted to educate me about it and, and help me understand Great. a little deeper. Because, you know, I'm from Southern California. I've seen my state go through so many changes because of our border. Um, I'm a, you know, my husband's Canadian. He came here uh, to America uh, on his own merit. Not by, not because we got married, but on his own merit. And I, I just I think that people should come to our country legally. And so, sure, 
I I just have a passion for that, and I just wanted to be more educated about it. But if you know anybody wants to talk about it, I I have something to say. And when I got down there, I just learned that there's there's just there's so many layers to what's going on in the finances of it, the uh, our relationship with Mexico. You know, I learned we are friendly with Mexico. A lot of people think that we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that mm-hmm. we are. Uh, I, I, you know, I saw the, the wall that they're building, that they're adding on to, fixing, how they want to go further with it. Uh, you know, if people are running across the border and just coming in on, you know, and then getting free stuff from us, why would we not build a wall? It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. Let's, if if they're taking advantage, we've got to shut it down. We've got to fix it. And, um, you know, I, I, I was very impressed with them down there. I was very impressed with everyone that I met, the hard work that they're doing. And they, they really wanted to let me see how overwhelmed they are. They really truly are. And they need our help and they need our support. Well, it's, it's a fascinating time we live in. Um, every American generation has had its, challenge and it's it's project if you will and our mm-hmm. generation's issue is this we have i think we're in the middle of a reformation uh with president trump and of course mm-hmm. as things begin to change for the better there's even more um uh, hostility and panic on a, a side that you know many people i don't think i i don't think they mean harm but th- there has been such a, an effort to, to kind of condition and manipulate. A lot of people mm-hmm. believe some of the things they're hearing. This is another reason why for those who are promulgating the misinformation, st- standing mm-hmm. up, you're, you've got a, a, a national and international platform, uh, and speaking up uh, becomes, mm-hmm. of course, the threat. And I think a lot of, you know, look, I'm still a registered Democrat, you know, hailing from mm-hmm. a, Los An- a Los Angeles native. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I was on the left. And, you know, I think most Americans, you know, are in this framework of being center right and just want people yeah. to be able to live their lives. And as as mm-hmm. you described when we first started talking about what it used to be like. Uh, and Americans are yeah. still there. I think all of this is kind of a, a, a false front. Now, you're, every day you're making decisions about how to live your life. You've got a complicated life like most Americans. You are a mom, you're a wife, you're mm-hmm. a professional, you're an entrepreneur, you're a creative person. Uh, as we close here, what, what, mm-hmm. for all the women and men listening, and this uh, podcast is available, of course, to everyone, uh, you know, around the world, uh, they get, they're very popular and, and uh, I, people are going to love hearing from you. What do you want to Aww. say uh, to our listeners? Uh, what, 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 what message do you want to, to impart to them with everything going on in our lives? I want to, well, the one thing that I get the most people ask me, you know, how do you do it? How, how, do, you get, how, how do you just be you? I said mm-hmm. that you just got to be, you just got to do it. Don't be afraid. Um, you know, but it's hard for me to tell people that because some people, you know, they don't want to lose their job or they don't want, you know, but Mm -hmm. if they can find fellowship with uh, 
other conservatives or like-minded people or, you know, or, or even those liberal friends. I, I know so many liberals that are, that are, are not whacked out. You know what I mean? Like they are reasonable people, but mm-hmm. there's anything, anything, anything on the extreme, whether it's extreme right or extreme left is extreme. And I think anything extreme is something we want to stay away from. Um, you know, I'm up the center and teeter to the right and that's who I am and I'm not going to lie about it and I'm just going to be myself. And so I would just, I'd like to just encourage people to, you know, just be you, be, be a free thinker. Um, we don't have to agree on everything. We're always going to disagree, but let's, you know, kindness changes everything. Let's be kind about our differences. I guess it, I it's, that's wonderful. <laughs> it, no, that's a great message. And it's, and it also will improve everyone's lives. There's no, I, I feel sorry at this point for people on the left who are so bitter and poisoned by hate. It's their mm-hmm. lives that are lost. I mean, it, it makes mm-hmm. it irritating for us, uh, but their lives are, are lost. And uh, this is, that's a message that can improve everyone's lives. Where can people find you? Now, we know you're on social media. Give us where people can find you on social media and any other information where people can hook in with what it is you're up to. Well, you know, my Twitter is at Christy Swanton XO. Um, and then uh, my Instagram is the same, at Christy Swanton XO. And that's pretty much uh, where I am. I don't really do a whole lot of uh, Facebook. Um, I have a website, but I don't it very much. I'm not very good at that stuff. I'm not the most computer savvy, but uh, but I do, you know, I do little updates every day of what I'm doing and what I'm thinking on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, that's where I'm at. Great. Yeah. Well, that's great. And again, it's this modern technology. I know we complain about social media a lot, but the fact of the matter is we are able to reach a lot of people at once, people that Mm-hmm. Maybe normally in the old world would, you know, when you're about television and there's three networks and you had to write postcards uh, and, and mm-hmm. you didn't have access to broad bases of people, this social media environment has changed all of that. And Christy, your mm-hmm. voice, uh, as we speak with and wrap, uh, wrap up here with Christy Swanson, uh, certainly you know her as an actress, uh, but her life is multi-layered and, and is uh, impacted by all of this as we are as well. Your voice. Mm-hmm from an industry that is particularly in the siege as a creative woman, uh, as someone we, mm-hmm. we grew up with uh, is invaluable. And uh, you've taken a lot of time thank with you. us today here on the She Thinks podcast. And I, I just want to thank you. I know the listeners you. Uh, love you and I really, I really Aww. appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Today. Well, I'm a big fan of you, Tammy. <laughs> You're awesome. Mm, well, thank you. It is. It's an thank exciting you. time. I, Our our pleasure, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation with actress and producer Christy Swanson. And if you enjoyed this episode of She Thinks or like the podcast in general, we'd love it if you would take a moment to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. This helps ensure our message reaches as many Americans as possible. Share this episode and let your friends know they can find more She Thinks episodes on their favorite podcast app. For all of us here, uh, uh, you're in control. And uh, I think uh, you think and she thinks. Everyone, thank you very much. And thank you again, Christine.